Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. I'm your host, Easton, and with me is the practical co-host after taking an episode off because he don't like those romance movies, I guess. <laughs> and I didn't even see it. <laughs> rude. Just like I tweeted you, rude. You or text you, I can't remember. One of the two. Uh, because he said he hadn't been to the theater and wanted to go to the theater. And I'm like, you could have watched the movie that we did on the podcast. I could have. It's weird times. Like, it was it was playing like 12, like 12, 15, and then 8, 30. Because they're like still that. playing Scream and No Way Home is their big movies. And this is a... It, Redeeming Love is a small market movie. Yeah, we, I mean, sure. we knew that going into it. But, like... Yeah. The, uh yeah well there's your recommendation if you didn't listen to that podcast <laughs> so good. but i think it was just like there's a there's a dry period between the beginning of the year and february 14th yeah i feel like december is real big and then oh, there's just yeah. a big dive after that yeah and then march and april kind of pick back up a little bit because and the, the yeah because they're kind of Moving up for the for the summer. Uh, well, really, it's just the beginning of summer. There's some dry dry spells in in July and August, but nonetheless, uh, Trevor is back with us. And, I'm back, and Tristan, the all time guest, is here as well. It's me, Mario. Her name is not Mario. <laughs> she is in a mood, so we'll see how today goes. Um. So for today's episode, we didn't really know what to do. We were kind of looking between a lot of different stuff. We tried to get some Sundance stuff, but that became much harder than I thought it was. I tried to do some single ticket stuff, um, and it was just really confusing. I went to go buy the tickets, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to watch the movie if I bought the ticket. Some tickets were technically sold out, even though it's online. and. Huh. Um, the number one movie I even wanted to watch on there wasn't on there, but I guess it wasn't a part of Sundance. Weird. Like the worst person in the world. Oh yeah, isn't Sundance apparently? Apparently, huh. it's a Netflix movie that's not re- that's not in our region. Oh, is it like France or yeah. Europe or some something? Sure. But like, does anybody have a NordVPN we could borrow? Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it actually. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or I thought about streaming. Actually, on you know a, what? Uh, one of my roommates has a VPN. Well, I guess yeah, we could. I bet we could make it. Happen. We could probably watch it on that. Well, yeah. I was going to use a website that uh, shall not be named and is <laughs> perfectly legal, and I was going to watch it that way. But uh, I found uh, this was kind of picking up on Letterbox, mm-hmm. uh, and when I say this, it is the Fallout, a HBO Max original. Uh, no, I don't know if it's was? in a because it came out in twenty one. I think. I think it's just now on HBO Max. Well. To be fair, those release dates are off because if oh, it comes okay. out in small markets, that's mm-hmm. considered a 2021 release. Gotcha. So, uh, like, any like if this was released on a Sundance somewhere, yeah, it it would consider whenever it first got released. So, but I saw a, a huge push for this on on Letterbox, which is where I kind of base what people are watching. Yeah. Well, and um, the, like the day after you told me that that's what we were doing. It jumped to the top of my popular list. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of what I look for uh, because I don't want to do a movie that nobody's watching. Right. Even though that's what we did last week. But there wasn't a whole <laughs> like there wasn't a whole lot to do. And we all had we all as in the three people that did the podcast, Andrea, Tristan, and I had all read the book and had been waiting for that for a long time. So it's like, well, time for a small niche kind of movie and and we'll get back to popular stuff the next week. But 
Um, yeah, that's why we did uh, the fallout this week. And I'm sorry it's a couple days late. Um, we had a devastating loss in, uh, in Chiefs Kingdom. As I was about to say, you better playoffs. not make them think someone died. No. I mean, my soul died that day, but... Wow. What but, am I, job deliver? <laughs> but uh, I could not record a podcast after that, so I needed a couple-day break, uh, but we still want to get something out to you, and we had already watched the movie. Right. So we just yeah. needed to figure out another time to do it. So um, this will just be a couple days late. Um, but yeah, we'll just get straight into the movie. At, well, not straight into it. It's been like four <laughs> minutes. But um, yeah, what were you guys' thoughts? This movie, disclaimer, is... Uh, I mean... Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, we didn't know going into the movie. I didn't know either. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of cool not knowing going into the movie. Um, so if you don't want to know, hit the 30 second skip a couple times. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah. Um, but this movie is about a school shooting um, and just kind of like how a teenager um, copes. Yeah, copes yeah. with that. And so if. You are a random listener that has gone through that. That could be very hard for you to relive, um, or if that kind of stuff in general just kind of upsets you, or uh, might be hard to watch. Um, it gets pretty serious for a while, um, and so yeah, just kind of disclaimer there. But that's kind of what the movie is about. It's about teenagers coping with going through that traumatic experience specifically. So uh, yeah, what are your guys' general thoughts on the movie? So for me, I, I, there are certain movies I see that kind of define my like review process, I guess. Like one of them was A Quiet Place Part Two. Um, it just kind of changed the way I think about movies. That was, and this is one of those. This kind of made me realize that I don't like movies that are extremely literal. Um, because this, I feel like that's what this is. It's a, it's a very realistic scenario. The way that people interact is very realistic. Um, I think that they, I use that term kind of in, in some aspects more than others in terms of the relationships between the main character and everyone around her. I think that's realistic. Um, but I, I like there to be a little bit more artsy stuff, a little bit more like metaphorical representations and things like that. Like I, I kept thinking during this, actually, I was like, man, I, I like spontaneous so much more than I liked this movie and not because of the subject matter, but just I, I like that kind of movie better than than this very real world aspect. That's fair. I actually didn't even relate it to spontaneous until <laughs> so I, I was oh, okay. in the kitchen later. I don't know if it was later that day or the next day or something. And I was thinking about that movie and then I was like, hey. This is like spontaneous, except it's different. You know, I was also thinking a lot about Breakfast Club. I was comparing Breakfast Club to this quite a bit. That's weird. And I'll, well, I'll kind of explain why um, when we get to sure. spoilers. I guess it's not that big of a spoiler. It, it's because those three characters that are in the stall together, they, yeah, they, they I, weren't I get, friends I, before. I get what you mean. Yeah, that was kind. So that's kind of what I was thinking. And they were kind of forced. And they're all like different types of people. Yeah. Well, they tra- they trauma bonded. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 But but they're also. I just mean like in Breakfast Club, you have five distinct high school characteristics, right? That are forced to interact, mm-hmm. and in this, you have three distinct high school characteristics. 
like people forced yeah. to interact. So that I can see that connection yeah. after you've brought it up. Um, I did make the connection of spontaneous almost instantly mm-hmm. when I found out what it was because we did. I, I all I read was the synopsis. I read the first sentence of the synopsis, yeah. which said high schoolers dealing with a traumatic event. And I'm oh, like, sure. that could be a bazillion different things, yeah. like family, death, suicide, uh, suicide. I mean, it could be yeah. a billion things. School shooter was like kind of in the back of my head. Yeah. But like, I didn't really think that's what they were going to go because it seemed like more of a high school drama kind of thing yeah. over like rather than like real life serious like I thought it was going to be like a like personal trauma, like yeah. like a death yeah. in the family or that's what I like mean. something sure, yeah. like that. Yeah, but I'm just watching away, watching this nice movie that Easton just put on. I don't know what yeah, it she is. Literally, I don't even know if she knew the title. I just said, we're watching this and turned it on. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's nice. Talking to her sister about periods. <laughs> and then, boom. That's uh, probably not the right uh, onomatopoeia to use, so I'm sorry. But Bang. You know, I, I, bang, bang, I thought bang, about making bang. that, and then I decided against it. So, I don't think about you guys just going for it. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but anyway. I mean, that's how the scene went. It, it is. Was just well, and I was watching closed captions, and all of a sudden, I, I heard it, and it says gunshot on there. I was like, oh, what? Well, like, <laughs> yeah. It almost it would have been better totally if took you me by surprise. watching it in the car and could uh, watch it on screen. But Honestly, I didn't even, yeah. gunshot didn't even occur to me that's that that could have been it. I knew you were going to bring that up. Yeah, well. I was. Well, it was going to happen no matter what. I watched the majority of it. (laughs) But my point is, is I also thought the same thing. Yeah. I was like, because the 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 character said it. The first couple bangs, you're not a hundred percent sure on what the noise is. I thought somebody's running down the hallway, smacking something, (laughs) slamming doors of hooligans. Yeah. In a short couple of seconds, (laughs) in a short couple of seconds, it, you realize what is happening as the characters realize. I mean, this is as people that didn't know what the movie was was about. Yeah. yeah. And so you're realizing almost in real time as they are like, oh, oh, shit. Like, this is. Yeah. And, it's serious. Like, yeah. And we don't know. Like, uh, I mean, I honestly didn't know. Like, are they going to be the characters that die or they like, are we? Gonna- oh, yeah. I, I thought. Uh, I don't remember his name. The, the guy that ran in there with him, Nick. Yeah, Nick. I thought he was going to die, and I thought that's what that's what the plot of the movie was going to be. Was how do these two women cope with yeah. that guy's mm. death and like um, literally seeing it? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's not what it was. Anyway, regardless, yeah. But like, um, I guess we said skip thirty seconds if you want to <laughs> know what the movie is about. But then we start talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, yeah, we we had no idea. Like, and I'm it, pretty it sure after real, it, <laughs> it becomes real real fast. Yeah, and oh, I yeah. think that's really important to the movie mm-hmm. because I think the movie does a great, a, a a pretty good job of showing what this that scenario would be like and how people would cope with it in their own different ways. Um. Yeah. I have something else I want to say about that, but I want to hold it off until we get to a different section, different kind of uh, angles sure. about the movie. Going along with that, I I agree with you, except for the main character. 
I actually, Agree. what are you talking about? Uh, he said how it, they cope. Yeah, I see oh. the like, individual coping mechanisms. I I think they did a, do a really good job with that. Except I feel like every time Jenny Jenna Ortega was on screen, Aveda, I, I was like, go away. I found her really dislikable. Have you seen her in other stuff? And scream. Yeah, she's scream in a lot it. of things. But no, yeah. she's in you that TV show. She's in Jane that. the Virgin. Well, and I I on, <laughs> this is probably just this is a personal not vendetta but like an outside thing about it i think this movie is really overhyped because there's such big love for her right now like i looked on letterbox on reviews every other one was like jenna ortega's queen and like that's all the review was it was five stars i, I, I never really liked her a lot i i, I think she's fine i but. like her a lot in this movie but i also think you are coming from the angle of somebody that doesn't like the character that she's playing yeah you, you yeah. seem to hate zendaya with all of your being and she's playing what a, oh are you wrong person oh that's graham <laughs> is it is it you? Do you no. hate Zendaya? Not, no, I, I, I think Zendaya okay, my bad. often plays similar characters. Somebody I know, which I believe is probably Graham, and he'll listen to this because he's listened to <laughs> Graham, you're all the of best. our podcasts <laughs> recently, so thank you, Graham. But uh, for some reason, I put that on you. But he, yeah, he hates Zendaya because yeah. he thinks that he just And in plays case Sammy dopey. hears this, I love you too, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, never mind. Then that's a mute point because you don't hate Zendaya. No. But... Uh, She's just playing like a dopey, maybe not dopey is the right word. Yeah. Um, she throws me off because she looks so young. Yeah. But she always like acts she like an older teenager. Like, she, nah, 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 nah. but well, she's, she's just so like tiny. 17, I think. No, I'm, I'm thinking like young. She looked like 14 or 15, I thought. Really? Oh, yeah. She's 19 in real life. Jeez. Oh, wow. That's she, impressive. I thought she would have been like 22, 23. That's, a, that's what she's I thought she'd be in real life. That's too. usually what these movies do or put 23 year olds in so high school tiny. movies. Well, I'm finding more and more movies are do they're they're going back. Yeah, they're okay. they're they're taking more like like actors that are closer to the age that they're portraying. Well, good. Rather than Sam <laughs> Raimi's Spider-Man where you have like 32 year olds in high school. Yeah, good. <laughs> and I think that's probably just cuz there's more talent. In yeah, the, yeah. In the industry. Because more exposure with kids. Yeah. 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 And just LA has a bazillion more people in it and LA has a bazillion moms trying to get their kids into Yeah. Or not moms specifically, yeah, but yeah. you get the point. Yeah. Um Shia like LaBeouf's her, dad. Yeah. <laughs> I like her quite a bit. Yeah. Um uh and uh I like this movie. my general thought is I like this movie quite a bit. And I also like movies that are hyper-realistic because I think that's a purpose of movies. Um, sure. Like I like movies that have uh, a more ambiguous kind of metaphorical take on uh, um, on moral dilemmas. Sure, yeah, or yeah. So, like, that's fine. Yeah. But I also like movies that just dive into the hardships of life and the bad shit that happens yeah and i think this movie does that and it does it really well and i i was really worried once we got into the school shooter stuff Mm -hmm. how political the movie was going to run into yeah and it does an absolutely fantastic job of showing how it like school shootings become political 
but it doesn't become a political movie. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that was one of my favorite things about the movie because I was so worried, especially with some of the characters that we have, that it was going to be like, okay, well, now we're going to push a political narrative and message onto you through this movie. And that's not what happens. It shows you the political side without trying to push a message, right. which is what I think movies should do. Yeah. It yeah. show you how people react to stuff and show you how like how the world is and how stuff works without trying to shove a narrative down your throat, which yeah. we just went a couple weeks ago with Don't Look Up, where we felt like it was... Right. Like, but like you, there would have been some politics in it. Yeah. And it pushed the political message rather than the showing of how things become political. And this movie does a good job of doing that. Yeah. And which is one reason why I like it, because this is counter to some of my politics quote-unquote whatever you want to say but was navigated extremely well and i really thought i was going to go down some weird tangents where i was going to like really crap on the movie and it didn't (laughs) like it it stayed true to the message of the movie which is tragic things happen and this is one of the most tragic things that can happen to someone and how do you progress past it? How do different people in different areas of their life with different families, different scenarios, different opinions, and uh, how do they all kind of deal with it? And um, kind of wrapping up from what we talked about at the beginning, I do think Spontaneous does, quote unquote, a better job, maybe, because yeah. it's more enjoyable because the fact that it's, like funny in its nature and like so out there mm. dealing with a similar like um scenario or sure yeah or feel but i really didn't enjoy this um although the ending kind of left a little bit to be desired i would say i liked this movie i think because well not i think i know because i i like when movies um talk about real things mm-hmm. like, I like when movies bring attention to things that people often don't want to think about like periods sure <laughs> um they was... did talk a lot about periods yeah, yeah. it what, was the but... first thing you get <laughs> is it makes sense anyway um and I think that, whatever we're not talking about periods okay <laughs> um but yeah, I like when movies show something that is bad in the world and I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but I like when they bring attention to bad things because sure. people want to not live in that reality that we live in. Yeah. I I don't know on the whole how I f- feel about I think they approached this all very realistic. I agree with you Easton 100% I think that they didn't I think that this was an excellent job of portraying a, 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 a I used to put the word political loosely but a political message without taking a political agenda um, just kind of like bringing awareness to like hey this is what it's like for kids to go through this kind of thing uh, however I kept thinking to myself during this I was like I don't know. I guess I was getting angry just like, and maybe this is just me letting outside influences get to me in terms of like enjoyment of the movie, not enjoyment, but viewing of the movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
there there's this kind of stance being taken during the movie where it's like this had this happened and we're making a real change here and we're really going to start making a difference and blah 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 and i'm like no you're not what? Sorry. but i think like, that's the naivety that's the of that's, that's the naivety of kids, of kids going through this yeah. is yeah. that they they think they are going to make a difference and they're doing all this stuff and then i don't want to say too much but yeah, yeah. Well, and, and even, and I guess, and now that I, that I say it out loud to you, got like in with other people. Yeah, yeah. I think now I, I do think that's what it was because I was like, man, you, you know, by the way, <laughs> this is a little quick aside. I don't know if you guys know this or if any of the listeners know this. Um, orange ribbons. Have you guys ever seen those before? Orange ribbons means that you're open to talking about school shootings and how to, and like you're open to the conversation about how do we make this better. So if you're if you're out there ever and you see somebody with an orange like I carry one on my backpack, um, and if you're ever open to talking about it, then that an orange ribbon means that like they're oh. willing to talk about it. Hmm. So awareness, it's yeah, out there. I've never heard of that. Before. But yeah, yeah now that I say that out loud, I do think that I think I was letting outside an influence of like real world uh, pessimism <laughs> ring down yeah, my viewing. And I, yeah, and I think well, this movie shows some real pessimism within it. Yeah. I mean, it. There's some real dark parts, and characters get really dark, and mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to say nothing really progresses, but like in the end, nothing really. Like, I mean, there's change yeah. within characters. Characters develop, right? But um, realistically, stuff isn't going to change because, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, that's a debate that we can't solve here on why this stuff happens right right but like and that's what they show you on screen is that like there is no one solution and you can try to push people to want this change Mm -hmm. but like there's not a lot of change that ends up happening because there's a lot of different factors that are going into the problem that we have right so yeah and i beginning of watching this the movie that's kind of where i thought it was gonna go is yeah. here's the change or here's the solution be the let's change. make it change and then boom now we're living in a perfect world and it was not that no uh-uh. and not that like i mean hey i wish that <laughs> things changed well, and it was in a perfect world but that's not the world we live in so i don't want this fantasy fantasy world on my movie either yeah because that would just make me sad that that's not what we have it would like, take away right. from the realism of yeah the movie and you should sure. know by now what well, yeah that i love real like i love <laughs> realism right um because it makes me feel more connected with the world that i'm watching yeah makes sense so on another note a more technic a more technical note did you guys think this movie got really dark? Not dark like, not like dialogue or anything, but like physically dark, like hard to see things that were happening. Was this when you were watching on your phone or on no, the TV? No, this, okay. this is when I was watch, back watching my monitor. Okay. I feel like there were. I feel like there were moments, especially when the main character is with Mia. I think, mm-hmm. um, where it was like I couldn't see anything hardly. Did you guys experience anything like that? Not that I remember. Okay. I mean, it. I I do feel like they had some like there were no lights on in the room, and yeah, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I wonder if that's just the difference between a monitor 
brightness and mm-hmm. a TV, TV. Yeah. brightness because they're made for different things. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was dark, but not dark where I couldn't see stuff. It just felt okay. like it was supposed to be a more somber, like, uh, setting. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I was about to say, like, things that they were doing, but I don't want to get into it. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> So I think that's, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, I was did, curious. I did feel like it got darker during uh, some scenes. Yeah. Um, which I thought was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, 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 <laughs> I'll save that for spoilers. Okay. But I think that's about all I have for no spoiler stuff. Yeah, that's, that's probably about it that I have. I didn't really think much about the, the soundtrack, but I don't think it's really that important. I did not like it at all. I didn't mm. notice it. I, it was, I thought the song selections were, it's like they tried to be really relatable and, may, and maybe they were and I'm just out of touch, I guess. But like, and a lot of the music was very like graphic in what it was saying. Like mm. a lot of lyrics about having sex and doing drugs and stuff, which is, I mean, I it's fine, but it was like. You, I felt was like there this was just what she was listening to personally. No, I, was, okay. I think it was a soundtrack. Yeah. It, okay. Well, she had headphones in a lot. Okay. And so I'm wondering if you're relating like a soundtrack to like what she what was she supposed to be listening to, to personally, yeah. which high school students are going to listen to crappy music. Right. Yeah. So, but I, if, okay, so I'll, I'll tell you what, if, if it was headphones, I'll give it a pass. But if it wasn't, <laughs> I, I really didn't like yeah. it. I thought it was, I thought it didn't place at all. Yeah, I also tend to not notice soundtracks and and scores as as much of as other people. Like, I feel like I only notice it when it's bad. No, when it's like really good. Oh, okay. It's like I, I there are times where I'm like this was bad, and then I'm like there are times where this like Rec Room for a Dream. I was like this <laughs> score is amazing and it doesn't make any sense to be in this movie. Right. Uh, or I mean a plethora of other movies or yeah, whatever, sure. but I'll have like all Nacho Libre. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I ate some books, I'll make a review I ate of a movie some grass. or talk about a movie, and everyone's I like, "Oh, that." Sorry. I break my vows. The fact that they know all this is so no, 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 no way, Jose. I guess Unless it's Jack Black. You, well, you can give it a pass. Then. We break our vows together. Here you go. Encarnacion! Encarnacion. <laughs> okay, we, I'm, I'm What a complete tonal shift. <laughs> the Fallout and Nacho Libre. I want to watch that movie. Me too. I tried to watch it the other day I with wanna, you, and you were like, oh. I want to make some nachos and watch Nacho you Libre. You tried to watch Nacho Libre with me? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that's real. It is. I don't believe you. And then it said it wasn't on Netflix, but it was. <gasps> I was looking for it on Netflix, and then like three days later, it just showed up on the front page of Netflix. I'm like... What? I was just looking for this to watch it with Tristan because I was like, I feel like fine. that happens all the time. Let's watch a stupid comedy movie. She loves it. I've seen it once and was not a big Aww. fan, but we'll find out. But anyways, um, who knows what I was saying? I was saying stuff about the score and yeah. I noticed. Oh, we, yeah. Just different levels of noticing between us. Yeah. If it's anywhere from not atrocious to not amazing, mm-hmm. I don't really care too much sure as long as like 
As long as like it, it has the feel of whatever the movie is, I'm yeah. I'm cool. Um, there's some corny stuff that I can kind of notice, mm-hmm. but I didn't like notice it with with this movie. Sure. Uh, the scene with her and her friend at the very beginning, like when this movie first started, I was like, if this is going to be the movie, this is the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my life. Her and her friend? That was me anytime Beta was on screen at all. I was when like, they... this is the most annoying thing I've ever heard in my life. Really? Oh, yeah. I told you. I, did, I didn't like her at all. Well, I mean, I don't love her as a character, but I think, I mean, as a, I don't love her as an actress, but... I thought she did pretty good. Well, I don't mind her as an actress. I, the character she's portraying, I just, I don't care for her. Hmm. Interesting. I'm curious. I mean, yeah, she was a little bit of a, like, edgy. But I think that's the thing with this movie is, like, you can't get mad at the way people are coping with things because but you can't possibly. I think Trevor's talking about, like, even before. So, yeah. like, I didn't like her before. So, like, it's not the fact that she's coping with a thing. It's that I don't like... I, I thought she was a stupid teenager. Basically. <laughs> Which a, a lot of it, and honestly, a lot of it, if I'm getting really picky, it had to be with the way she talked. That was the biggest thing. Um, I was going to say something else. Yes? I don't... Oh. Oh. Okay. Well... I guess we can uh, go ahead go ahead and hit recommendations. Trevor? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Uh Yeah, no. Not to say the movie's not good. I think it's made well. I just I wouldn't recommend this. Um yeah, but with uh careful consideration. Mm. Oh, I definitely do. I mean, I definitely think Spontaneous is better if you haven't go- gone and watched that. Yeah, I agree. That's an amazing movie. But I think this takes a different approach to a similar issue. Um, and is, like, I was enthralled for a very large portion of it. And I got worried, but it didn't dive into the stuff that I was worried it was going to. It, it kind of teetered the line of a very hard issue to... to make a movie about and like not go into the stuff that would make the movie bad. And so, yeah, I was very happy with what I, with what I got. Um, I was thinking very highly of the movie, but I was like, if it ends soon, I feel like we're missing something. And then the credits rolled. So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I feel like you like, you like a satisfying ending. I and do. This, and this ending wasn't, totally that no no it, it was but I'm, I understood the ending that they gave us yeah but like I do like a full wrapped up ending in a movie and mm-hmm. this was very much not that but I understood why they did it so like I'm not docking it too much because it makes sense and sure. since I'm a yeah. realistic mind movie person <laughs> it does realistically make sense yeah but also as a movie fan I like a more of a wrapped up thing. So like I was legitimately like, okay, I think I'm going to be rating this around this range, but I want a little bit of here to kind of wrap. Th- okay. That's the credit roll. <laughs> like that was legitimately what, what went through my head as right. the movie was ending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back for the spoiler part of the review. 
Welcome back, everyone. We're back. Um, and now it's time for the spoiler part of the review. So if you haven't watched the movie or... Well, I guess, yeah, if you haven't watched the movie yet, uh, Mom, go ahead and pause I it. don't think you'll like this movie. Really? Uh, I think she could handle it. Mm. I think I it's just... Know. I think it's just interesting. Yeah. Um, But maybe that's my... Uh, lack of a better term and trying not to speak highly of myself. Philosophical mind. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe it's because she's a parent. Well, maybe. and she works in the school system. Yeah. And so, yeah, fair. That's that's all fair, but maybe that's something that's a good angle of you maybe. work in the system and you I think- have kids and I think it, I, I think it has a really good parent kind of hardship like yeah. how do parents deal with something of this magnitude how do they yeah uh like how do parents deal with this like how do they help their kids do they give them space do they overprotect like what what do they do i thought that was one thing i enjoyed about the movie which yeah. i didn't say in the spoiler free part which i probably could have but i <laughs> i did like how it showed that there's no amount of training for parents to Right, Teach to deal you. with something like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the parent, like, I really liked the parents, too. Yes. Like, I thought they were really good on, like, how much they loved, but they didn't know. And I liked, I liked that we got to see them both individually interacting with Veda. Yes, yes, and that's they, fair. Because they were both very different. Like, the yeah. dad was like, oh, yeah. let it all out. And then the mom was like, let me listen to you. Hang on. I need to prepare. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, funny little uh, side note. Um, for about an hour of the movie, I thought the younger daughter yeah. was in the same school. Oh, really? I was so confused because mm-hmm. the whole movie, she's like giddy and happy and like. Oh, yeah. Whatever. And I'm like. I thought she was a freshman, the younger daughter, and yeah. the other one was like a junior or senior. Right. And I was like, how would, like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because it, it totally doesn't make any sense. Like, not totally. I hope you heard me correctly. <laughs> totally yeah. does not make any sense that we're trying to show how people, like, try to cope with it and, like, how difficult it is. But then somebody else who went through the same exact situation... It's just happy as hell. Nothing right, ever happened. Right. Yeah. Nothing was wrong. Everything's fine. And then after a while, I was like, wait a second. Is she in middle school? Is that? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that. But I guess. She, yeah. That. Well, and she's, makes she's sense, speaking but. very, very clearly. And she's enunciating her, enunciating her words. Yeah. And she's very, like, open about everything she's doing, which is not like the typical middle schooler that you would think of. Yeah, and calling like at the very I mean, very beginning of the movie, she mm-hmm. calls her sister. Yeah. about the period, and like I assume that was because they're in the same building, and like she called gotcha. her to be like, "I need help." Well, now, she it, didn't need, end up needing help; she just needed emotional support. Yeah, but like I figured that's like why she called the sister because like if she needed somebody, sh- she could get to her directly. I got you. And, like, that's why she said 911 to get her out of the class so that, like... Yeah, yeah. And then she ended up talking her down so she didn't have to go to her gotcha. physically. Yeah. And so, like, I think that was the whole... That was the biggest reason of why I just, like, connected them to the same school mm-hmm. and then school shooter thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the sister, um, 
So I, I just want to get it out of the way right now because I'm going to – I feel like I'm going to – I feel like I just feel like I have a different opinion in terms of this as a whole. But I want to say things I like. I do really enjoy – I think that every character, like, written dialogue-wise did a good job. Like, I think the dialogue is written well in terms of, like, who would cope with what. Um, I think that is the the biggest strength of this movie. That being said – I've already said this before. I, I don't like Jenna Ortega's performance of this character. Um, and the sister, I did enjoy for the most part until she has that talk with her sister because it's a 180. On, on, at least it felt like it to me. Like, because she's happy go, like you said, she's happy go lucky basically the entire yeah. time. And then, like, out of nowhere, she's like, is this my fault? Am I, I'm crying and now I'm upset because. I feel like I did this to you kind of thing. And I'm like, there was no build up to that. There was no like doubt in her mind. It was just boom. Now the sister thinks that she's the, the yeah. whatever. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I, I feel like when she would talk to her sister, when the younger daughter would go into Veda's room, mm-hmm. there were several times that like she wanted to talk to her because I, I don't know. I can't. I can't talk. I don't know. She was very dim- dismissive. She she didn't want to talk to her family, mm-hmm. and like no, I was. I don't know how to say it. I guess. Huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I I would just take that as um, she was just internalizing, mm-hmm. and like trying to, like cope with her feelings in a different way. Sure. Um, which I guess maybe counteracts what I just said on, I didn't think it makes sense if she was in the same room, but that's kind of something <laughs> different. Sure. Um, cause that's not traumatic as in I was going to die. Maybe that's traumatic as in like, maybe this was my fault. Yeah. And, um, I, I did see that she would continuously go to her sister and try to help her. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, like, I I do see what you mean. It mm-hmm. did feel like a complete like it was a very random kind of scene. Mm-hmm. Um. But I didn't feel like it was. I feel all like, that weird. Yeah. I, I could see where she was coming from. I guess I just wish there would have been not wish. I I think I would have responded to it a little bit better if there had been a moment beforehand where we saw her go to her sister. And actually try to initiate a conversation because it sounds well, like there maybe were, there were some subtle things I didn't pick up on. There were a lot. There were a lot yeah. of times where she tried to go to her sister and her sister was just non-compliant. Yeah, uh, and so I, I guess I, I like I said, I, I maybe there it just need to be a little bit more blunt to me of like she goes to her sister straight up and their sister is like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, and then she's like, No, like I like through the door or something. She's like, This yeah. was my fault. And then, what do you mean? And something like that. You know. Yeah. I but I don't think there oh I I I think what I was trying to say was that when she would go to her sister and her sister wouldn't talk to her I think that made her uh okay uh, kind of like made like her contemplate made why her, she wouldn't want to talk to her so it it amplified her thinking that it was her fault yeah so she thought like she would go to her sister her sister wouldn't want to be a like, like open do up anything any kind of dialogue. With her. Yeah. And so maybe that 
made in her mind even further mm-hmm. like okay she hates me because yeah. she thinks I was the reason why she was almost killed in this yeah, yeah that makes yeah. sense I, I didn't think of yeah. it that way but yeah there there were multiple times where she tried to have some sort of outreach. Well, and and there I rem- was nothing on the other end, but it, was, it wasn't anything that blatant. It wasn't like, yeah. I'm trying to tell you well, and I remember that her- I feel that way. It was yeah. just like, I'm reaching out to like, like just reaching out as a sister and hoping that you respond anyway. And she was just n- not right there. Well, and, and I so, remember yeah, her being sense. with her family and like that kind of stuff would happen where they'd be con- conversing and then she would leave. But I, I never. I guess I just. Never, I guess I wanted more one on seeing that happen one on one with the sister rather than in a family setting. Yeah, I remember but. there were two times where the sister came up to the door and tried to okay. talk to her, and she said no. And then there was one time where the younger sister asked the parent. That she asked the parents something. Yeah, but I don't remember what. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But I I do remember so at least three instances instances sure, where sure. she two where she personally went up to uh Veda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then one where she asked about her well being in general. Yeah. Okay. Um so maybe that was just something that was kind of missed with sure. just yeah. how you had to, to watch the movie. Because yeah. a lot some of the some of that was in the first like thirty minutes. Like gotcha. right after it happened it was early gotcha. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you like, those are social cues that you have to pick up on. Like, not everyone is going to catch that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think the younger sister was the best of actresses. Right, like she wasn't. <laughs> I thought she was fine, but like, she wasn't the best. Yeah. If if I was personally judging, <laughs> what did you guys think of the text stuff? I. What do you mean? Uh, there was a lot of text talk, so their communication was through text, and it would just like pop up on screen. Them texting, so you read it as it went by. Yeah, yeah. Um, I liked it, but it was very. Uh, the timing was really hard. Yeah, because it took so long for them to reply, which was supposed to go off the realism of mm-hmm. when you're texting somebody. There's time where you're waiting for the other person to respond, and like you see the bubbles and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. like for a movie, it felt really weird. Like it just timing wise. Yeah, like those scenes were all like slowed down, like snailed the movie. Just yeah. Well, there's a scene in it where Veda's on the couch and then Mia's behind her recording what I assume was a TikTok dance. Um, that entire scene is Mia talking with Nick yeah. in text. And I hated every second gotcha. of it. But I think that that's why this movie, like I said, I, maybe it's not overhyped. Maybe like people are finding that relatable yeah. because they're like, well, I've been in that situation. But I'm like, that's not like that's not good movie yeah yeah i yeah i i felt i i felt like i liked it but it was overused yeah okay um, yeah it yeah. was really really good in the scene that mia and uh the um i i just heard the main girl yeah veda 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 yeah. and mia first contacted each other yes that yeah, texting that exchange was, was really good mm-hmm. i felt like it became too heavily relied on 
later on, Mm -hmm. and that's where the pacing kind of got thrown off. Yeah. But initially, in that scene, because you're just post traumatic event and like you need to sit in the moment and you're like seeing them like coping and trying to understand and like scared of reaching out and like you get all of that together at one it was really well done but then they felt i don't know if they like felt like they got something so they just continue to use it mm-hmm. or if they're like well we're dealing with teenagers and what do teenagers do they text all the time i really that's think that's just what i took from i it. really think yeah. that's the majority of what this movie gotcha. is is like so this like, is just what teenagers do yeah that's that's fair i really liked it though that first time mm-hmm. i thought it was really good yeah i i and also it, i think it's good because She's by herself in in a room, and we can see her responding to it as the texts are happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, cool. I just here's what you guys saw. In there. Um, we haven't talked about Mia like at all, and she's a huge character. I like. Well, I mean, yes. I was just gonna I just assume that I like everyone more than I like Veda. <laughs> <laughs> but you liked Mia? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yes, I did. Hmm. I, I like the duality of, like, this is what everybody sees her, and this mm-hmm. is who she really is. Yes. Um, and I like how it showed a different perspective of, like, hurt uh, of somebody that doesn't have anybody to rely on. Mm-hmm. Because uh, Veda had a whole family support system, and even she was taking a long time. Oh, yeah. And Nick had a, like, okay, I'm going to turn this hurt into a purpose. Yeah. Um, which I thought, like... Obviously, I, I I personally am not a uh, Nick character because one, I'm not gay, and two, I'm not liberal. But I, I thought lo- Nick was the brother, the guy oh, in the stall. Oh, I thought it was too, but no, he's right. I told you misinformation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nick is the friend. You're thinking Nick's of the, the gay black guy, guy, the gay friend. Yes. Okay. I liked him a lot too. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. I liked him. Um, and I really thought he was going to be the thing that derailed me from the movie altogether. Um, Quentin is see that I would have never thought that. <laughs> uh, but I thought he was going to be a reason why, I, like, he derailed me from the movie. I was going to be the reason why I didn't like the movie because mm-hmm. I thought it was going to pull it in a direction I wasn't going to like. But instead, it was a uh, this is how some people cope with it because they feel like, okay, this happened to me. I'm here for a reason. I have a passion. I have whatever. I'm going to drive myself. This is how I'm going to cope with it by trying to make a change. And um, I like how it showed that those people can be assholes. Yeah. Because they drive away other people that are trying to cope with it in a different way. And I think that's important to show that everyone has a different way to cope with it. And trauma hurts people in different ways. And they have to deal with it in their own way. And forcing people that you care about to to cope with it in your way is bad. Tristan's about to just rail <laughs> into me, apparently. No, I think it's interesting that that's what you took from what you're talking about. The scene where he's she's in his bedroom. Yeah, like toward the end. Yeah, yeah. I initially was like, well, that was jerkish. Like he's being a real jerk, but. Then, as I was listening to him talk, it was more of like, I feel like that helped her kind of like accept the help that she needed. Because up until after that scene, um, 
she didn't she was not accepting help she didn't want to go to the therapist she didn't want to do anything which is okay but also there comes a time that you have to decide that you want to get better yeah and cope with it and so i think him kind of like telling her off was from like a loving place of like you're not the person that i used to know and you're like this isn't you and i'm like you can do your thing but i'm not i'm not gonna be here for it until you decide for yourself Hmm. it didn't feel like a loving part at all that's that's what i decided to take from it i guess just because yeah well, that's, that's cool because uh, we saw that, like, I, I don't disagree, like, I do feel like it woke her up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, well, I took it more of, like, him being a, you should be doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and you're not. And, like, she got woken up from it, but he was an asshole for, for being that way. So, yeah, that's interesting. I, I liked what Quentin says afterward when she talks to him about that and Quentin's like, you know he's like the face of this whole movement, right? Yeah. Like he's doing everything. He has to hold it together because if he doesn't, like I, I, so I enjoyed that third, mm-hmm. that third party aspect. I really liked situation. that guy. I did too. Quentin, yeah, Quentin, yeah, yeah. And he went through the worst of it. Oh technically. yeah. Oh Definitely. yeah. You know I didn't like. <laughs> oh no. I, I didn't like the. Uh, so I I think. Trauma is like becoming like a little bit of a fad, I feel like. I don't know if you guys are getting that. Oh, it's been that way for a while. Yeah. And so it's just it's it's trendy to have trauma. Yeah. And so I not that not to demean it or anything. No. Like if you have it, the, like, you know, obviously the, the thing is is that we're we're coming from an age where well not an age, everybody has trauma. Yeah. That's just the bottom line. Everybody has trauma. Some people have worse trauma and some people have not as bad trauma, but it's still trauma because yeah. trauma is relative to your personal thing. Yeah. And so it's becoming trendy to like uh, make your trauma a part of your personality. And that's coming off of an age where you can't acknowledge your trauma. Gotcha. And so like that makes sense. I think we're in that gap of where we're moving to trauma defines who you are because we came from a you can't even acknowledge that you have trauma because then that makes you a uh, less than I was going to say P-U-S-S-Y but <laughs> um, but I'm saying that's but, what people yeah I think that's kind of where it is and so yeah but I, I was going to say it just and it's just like I said I think it's just me being annoyed by her character again it it's when they're in the she's in the car with quentin huh Veda, Veda, yeah when she's in the car with quentin and then and they're talking and they're sharing and stuff and then she tries to kiss him and he's i thought he responded very well he's like look i'm not in the right headspace like there's a lot going on I, i just can't like right now i can't handle this and then i felt like she just made it about herself and she, because she just like she got out of the car and left, and was just like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." And I get that she's also going through stuff. I don't think it's her going through stuff. I think it's her being embarrassed that she thought that their vulnerability, yeah, was a way for them to connect and well, and it would like, make sense a relationship. She did th- and then, yeah, if when you go for it, yeah, and you miss, 
That's embarrassing. Well, and and it, I guess it makes sense that she did that because she literally just did that with Mia like two scenes before that. Yeah. But I, I guess I just, I don't know. I, but I was like. I don't think that had anything to do with trauma. I think trauma is why they were together, obviously. Yeah. And why they were emotionally connecting. Yeah. But. Well, I think the reason I thought that was because. Like I said, this is all the only the reason those three are together in the first place is because of trauma bonding. And so I I guess it just made me upset. Well, one, because at this point I'm like, take care of yourself like you're flying off the rails here. And then she she goes through the thing with Mia and then it was like. Oh well, this must be the logical next step. I should go through with him too. I don't know, and like I said, maybe I'm just letting my I, I, anger toward that character cloud my judgment. I I do think it like all of that shows how realistically, when you experience trauma with somebody, mm-hmm. you become more personally connected and attached to that person. Sure, like that's why war buddies stay buddies right. for. 70 years because they go through stuff that nobody is meant to ever go through right and nothing will ever like top that bond because they went through that together yeah and so like when you go through these insane things and that's where like brotherhood like if Mm -hmm. you were in an abusive uh childhood like brothers bond together and stay together for life like uh, because trauma just bonds good and so I think that's just it was just kind of perfectly representing that they yeah. they felt it together they experienced it together and they survived together and so they were connected after that because of their experience of that together okay. I mean that's why Nick and and uh, Veda weren't as good as friends later on because they didn't experience that together experienced it right. in different ways yeah maybe Nick was off in some other room and he didn't even really hear the shots. He just like left yeah. the building and nothing. And Veda was in a bathroom and somebody showed up, like heard shots, shot shots. He's Hot. in the hallway. Yeah. Well, she was in the bathroom, right? And she's in the bathroom, yeah. hearing shots, freaks out, goes to the bathroom, stands yeah. on top of a toilet to make sure that they can't see it. And then telling uh, Mia to get on top of the toilet. And then somebody rushes in thinking that they're going to die because that's the killer. Yeah. But instead is so like maybe they just experience it in such different ways. And so like that's why Nick can be the voice of it because he that's all speculation at that point. Because you you have no idea. It didn't didn't explain it. But like my point was is that when you experience trauma with someone else that creates a bond that usually is never broken and i think it showed that really well now i think it maybe overly over sexualized it but Mm -hmm. still showed it well right and as teenagers like maybe that's just a part of i was about to say she probably doesn't know what to do with it yeah Yeah, so that's how it and you're opening up a lot of emotions and yeah you're horny and that stuff just (laughs) comes out and so you just sure and they were they were hanging out a lot, drinking a lot of wine, yeah, right. <laughs> having a lot of sauna talks, yeah. and right, yeah. I am really glad that Mia wasn't dead. I I thought when mm. when oh, when, when Veda showed up, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, she overdosed. Like immediately, that's what I thought. And I'm really glad she didn't. Yes, I agree. I I also did like how um, Zeta's response to Veda. Veda, Veda's response to how they, what they did and mm-hmm. not knowing 
how to respond to it and like just ghosting yeah because she doesn't know how to cope with her feelings and all of it right and then going back i thought that was uh well written yeah because it's definitely hard to cope with feelings at that age and ghosting's easier right (laughs) and so uh as if you've tried to date in the past three oh i guess I guess it's been five years for me, but <laughs> I guess in the past five years, five to 10 years, like ghosting is just an easier thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys got, I, all like the last 20 minutes have all come from, uh, let's talk about Mia and Veda. Veda and we didn't talk about Mia and Veda at all, but at least I not didn't much. really you like Mia. You didn't really honestly. like Mia? She was fine, but I don't think I don't feel like she. At points, it did a feel lot. like a weird tangent, but at other times, I thought it was really strong. Yeah. What? So, like there were times when it felt like a weird tangent of the movie to just have oh, our character okay, go okay. to me randomly, but there were other times where I felt like it was like a really strong, like part of the movie of their friendship slash more whatever you want to call it i don't know yeah like uh, we don't know by the end of the movie you don't know if it's anything more or not yeah so yeah yeah i also like like the, the reason mia was in the position she was is because she didn't really have parents that were there for her right mm-hmm. which i thought was a uh interesting dichotomy between Mia and Veda because mm-hmm. uh, how differently that looks if you have parents that are there and you have parents that aren't there. Yeah. Right. So, and I'm glad Veda was there for Mia, even though it's a movie and it's fake, but she needed somebody. If she didn't mm-hmm. have anybody, who knows where yeah. Mia would have been. Right. What you got, Trevor? You got one last thing? Uh, not exactly. And it's kind of a downer. Oh. And it's it just makes me not like this movie anymore oh, even no. more actually um i'm trying to find what how much this movie made and i'm having a hard time with that but from what i so i looked it up a little bit ago and then i just looked it up now just to double check another thing that kind of makes me upset is you know we were t- we gave this movie some praise for how well it handled this type of scenario without um taking a political stance on it. But from what I can tell, no money, like I would figure with this kind of movie, you would donate at least some of your profit to, to, to charities or whatever nonprofits that are trying to, to make real change to stop school shootings. And from what I can tell nothing from the director, nothing from the actors, nothing from the production studio has been no donations have been made, which rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I, I honestly wouldn't have even, that I never even crossed my mind. I wouldn't have expected it. I think part, and I get, I know, like not to claim some kind of like connection, I guess, but like, I think just be working in the school system. I think I just think about that maybe. Cause like that's, but I guess I'm what I, my mind goes to is what, like, what does that money go toward? If we know that there's no real, thing that people can do to stop it yeah well what i do have to say is this is um the director's 
first ever movie that she's directed and written, and she's right. apparently had a like. And apparently, sorry, I'm sorry. Rude. <laughs> she's <I'm> sorry. <laughs> apparently had this vision for a very long time. Yeah, like she's had this in the docket that she's wanted to do this movie for mm-hmm. a very long time, and she finally got to do it. So, like, I think it's more of just her showing her vision, sure, and. Uh, relaying her thoughts on screen of like how yeah yeah and I think awareness is one of the biggest things that you can bring to uh, circumstances like this yeah situations like I don't know how to I mean it's really hard to like at the beginning of the movie I thought this was going to be like uh, and even throughout the movie is kind of like Look, school shootings happening all the time. Look at this. This is what teenagers have to deal with all the time throughout the world. When like point zero 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 one percent of high school students have to deal with a school shooting. Like it's very like it's more than it should be. Yeah. But it's very unlikely that as a high school student you will ever have to deal with this. And so like it kind of hot like yeah kind of sh- like that's what the beginning of the movie kind of makes you feel like. But then it kind of dims that down to show you like it's now a fear for the rest of their lives but it's not like feasible that it actually happened like yeah I guess I'm kind of the mindset that like even point zero 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 one percent is still too high that's why I just said yeah yeah I just said it's too high well it need, but like yeah I I don't know I just I I feel like I feel like this movie was just proclaiming that we there needs to be a change and a change needs to happen, but we're just going to make a movie about it and then it's just going to be next year nobody's going to be talking about it. Hmm, maybe. It's a movie to go on HBO Max and just in two years somebody's going to be like, oh, have you ever seen The Fallout? No, I haven't. Oh, that was nice. And then that's it. And there's... Maybe. And that, anyway. but, I, but I think it showcases that I, what is the change? I, you don't know some I, people think the change is one way and some people think the change is the other way there's no way to really know mm-hmm. what that change is that's going to directly change the problem that we have yeah and it's rather i think this movie shows not okay what is the one thing that we can do that will 100 make the change but instead this is what these people that are going through that have gone through it. Mm-hmm. Let's spend our time and our emotion helping them cope with it and live the rest of their lives instead of mindlessly, hopelessly trying to make a change to maybe never happen, make yeah. it happen again, which will probably not happen because we live in America and people are messed up and yeah. they're going to do bad stuff. And it doesn't matter what we do. They're still going to do bad stuff. So, like, let's just help the people that have gone through it yeah. and help them figure it out. Because, I mean, I don't want to say, like, to We're demean anything that's happened. <laughs> but, like, even in this movie, there were... What not a, a thousand, two thousand students, and mm-hmm. thirteen people died, and that was the yeah. one school shooting. And the what, like that the, was a intense scene when she was putting all those, yeah. all those funeral papers in the box. Yeah, it's just it's a problem that we don't know. We don't know how to fix. Right. You can say banning guns is going to fix it, but it won't. Right. You can say. Putting school, more school guards in there is going to fix it, but it won't. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do is not going to directly fix the problem that we have. The yeah. problem 
stems from an issue of bullying and the issue of bad like bad homes. That's the number yeah. one issue that we have in America is the fact that people don't have stable homes yeah. and that parents are mistreating their childs and that goes down to their kids and the kids act out in some way and they sure. end up shooting other people and it's a traumatic event. There's yeah. nothing that we can really do with the issue that we have. I'm going way too political at this point, yeah. but the point is is that I think this movie is trying to say let's not dive into the politics of it. Yeah. Let's dive into people deal with this stuff and like we need to find a way to help them through it. And I yeah. think the father does a fantastic job of helping her daughter through like, yeah, life is messed up. Life is fucked up. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Let it out. It's unfair. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. But, but like get through it. I want to help you get through it. Yeah. I don't know what to do right now. I don't know how to help you, but whatever I can do to help you, I'm going to do like, yeah. that's, that's what I feel is like, there is a purpose. The yeah. purpose isn't the political side, it's the emotional side. Yeah. And that's why I like it because mm -hmm. I think that's what's yeah. like, that's the one thing and, we can, I think that's the one thing we can do. And I think, yeah. And I'm not saying that you're wrong. Okay. I, but I think my viewpoint of it is this movie's highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's highly rated on Letterboxd. Even if nothing's going to work, do something. Yeah. It, it, even if it, no, you're right. We don't have the answer, and all those things you listed, yeah, they're not. I mean, it, history shows us they probably won't help. But don't just make this movie and then sit on whatever comes out of it and then just do nothing. Yeah, do, yeah. Make this stance, and this, even and you if did a, you did a great job not taking a side in this and and showing people what is how to help people, like you just said. But you're, now do something in the real world. Yeah, you're saying even if your help is, okay, now we're setting up a portion of the funds that come from this movie for therapy, free therapy. Exactly, for yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, that makes sense. Like, even if it's not a political stance, if it just, that you're showing that you're trying to make some sort of progress in this issue right. through the movie, yeah, yeah. instead of just making, this is a problem that we have, so I'm going to make a movie about it so that people watch the movie because it's about something that's relevant in the world that we live in. Yeah. Even though currently it's not because kids haven't been in school for two years. <laughs> Maybe there's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, did you? Not? No, sorry. I I'm won't kidding, get political, but there have been <laughs> politicians that have talked about how their uh, influence of school shootings has been the reason why there's no school shootings, even though nobody's been in schools for the past two years. <laughs> yeah. It's just stupid politics stuff. Yeah. But Tristan, you got anything else? We went I'll pretty just, hard there in the last couple minutes, but yeah, and you guys didn't let me talk, so oh, I'll we, say it right now. Yeah, that I think that regardless of what happens with the proceeds of this movie, regardless of what anybody does or doesn't do, I think that bringing awareness to something like this. Um, I am obsessed with learning about North Korea, so I like read all. Of a lot of books about North Korea because I think not because not because I can do anything about it but because if I know about it then that broadens my understanding of people it broadens how I view the world and how I see other people so I think what I took from this movie is like it, it would honestly it would be really hard for me to be Beta's friend in real life if this happened because I know I I guess I can't say I know I wouldn't but knowing myself I wouldn't have coped in the same way that she did 
and it would have been really hard for me to understand why she would have done that but watching it happen has like shown me how other people handle situations differently and that it's okay and people have to you know get out of it in their own way so and it's showing that being there for them is the number one key mm-hmm. yeah like even if they're not accepting it you like them knowing that you're available and willing yeah. is means more to them than you think mm-hmm. even when they're deflective and not doing stuff like with you like the sister or the parents to veda or the beginning like mia just needed somebody and she reached out to the one person that like she had no idea was gonna like she just took a shot in the dark yeah and um yeah anyway yeah um ratings yeah after all that we can (laughs) you can go to ratings three three four yeah i'm also at a four um so, yeah, I guess that's pretty cut and dry. But yeah, I think it's pretty. Sometimes I think we talk and like our ratings are like, whoa, wasn't expecting that. But I feel like that was pretty par for the course. Really? Just now. I thought yeah. you would be lower. Oh, I if, I, I if, did think you if I the, would have liked if Veda you did half stars, better, it would have been two and a half. Uh, no, I if I, I might actually been three and a half if I oh, did half okay. stars. It, really, the only things that I didn't care for in this, the biggest things I didn't Vita? care for. Was Veda. Veda, yeah, her huh. performance of Veda, and then um, the the text the text scenes. I like mm. we talked about. I mean, I yeah. think it was really impactful. And that moments. was it, and that was it. Oh, yeah, okay. I really enjoyed the script. I enjoyed the the setting. Well, you said you didn't like the music, but the music was also bad. Yeah, you know what? No, three is that's it. Yep, <laughs> music, Veda, and texting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I might have eventually gone up to four and a half if there was another like really solid seven minutes mm-hmm. but you gotta get those endings man I I love but I, <laughs> I do like how it ended because it yeah, ended yeah. with a like w- the world still moves on yeah. and stuff still happens and your trauma's never Which really gone sucks yeah. when you're going through something yeah, hard like, <laughs> yeah stuff still happens you especially can especially if to you progress. think you're getting better yeah. yeah and and I kind of like how the end like yeah. It ended I but even though I like how it ended, I still wanted a better ending. Yeah. yeah. Um and that didn't happen, so cuz it didn't really wrap up much if anything. Right. But that's okay. So yeah, we got uh a 3, 4 and 4, so some decent ones. So if you guys watched the movie, um or just listened to the episode, thank you guys for listening and we will kick it to the plug.